0: The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. Do you drink
1: deeply of Jesus? Will you come to the water of life? You will never thirst again Let all who are thirsty come to Him Will you drink deep? Come to the water of life you will never thirst again let all who are thirsty come to him come and draw from the well of salvation be made clean let him wash you in truth he is a fountain of living water come and Water of life, you will never thirst again. Let all who are thirsty come to Him. He can refresh you in the desert where your sin left you lost on the brink. He is the fountain of living water. Come to Him, dear sinner, and.
0: Welcome to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Pastor Ray from the National Prayer Chapel. There is a king, one of the most powerful men of the ancient world. We're going to talk about him today.
2: Let's pray. Lord,
0: I ask that as we look at ancient Babylon, and then look at modern Babylon and the judgments that you're about to pour out upon this nation of America. I pray, Lord, you'll give us very clear direction for how we are to live. And, Lord, we will worship you and only you.
2: I pray in your holy name. Amen. there was an ancient city of Babylon. It's old. A thousand more years old.
0: It was the great city of the ancient world. It was one of the seven wonders of the world. With the ancient gardens. With the sin with the total giving of oneself over to pagan gods,
2: to sexual impurity, drinking
0: parties. It was a wicked, wicked place. It was a place of intrigue. It was a place where men murdered other men. It was a place where everyone was vying for
2: power. It was a place of ill repute. God
0: came in his kindness because his people were there imprisoned as slaves. He came and gave a dream to Nebuchadnezzar. This giant image erected. It was representing the nations that would arise upon the earth. The last nation
2: we live in today. We have power.
0: We have jets and we have machine guns and we have bombs and we have strategies and plans but America is about to be destroyed even as ancient Babylon was destroyed the difference is after ancient Babylon came Medo-Persia and then Greece
2: and then Rome And then division. After us is coming a one world government run by the devil under the Antichrist.
0: We need to look at what happened in Babylon. The pride of King Nebuchadnezzar caused him to build his own idol, his own Great image.
2: He made it of gold.
0: Remember, Babylon was the head of gold, the greatest of all the nations. Well, he made an image too, but he made his all of gold. He didn't want a king coming after him. He was the king of kings and lord of lords. No, he wasn't. To his disappointment, But he built this image 90 feet high and nine feet wide, and he set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. He then summoned all of his authorities, his governors, his advisors, his treasurers, his judges, his magistrates. He ordered them all to come on one day where they were going to dedicate this image. I It doesn't say, but I suspect the image's face was Nebuchadnezzar's. He was certainly proud enough to do that. So they all came. They were assembled
2: around this great, Image
0: reminds me of the of the burning image that we have today. Except this wasn't a burn, it was to last forever.
2: Ninety feet high. At the dedication,
0: a herald proclaimed. This is what you are commanded to do, O people, nations, men of every language. As soon as you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, the zither, the lyre, the harps, in other words, as soon as you hear an old-time
2: band, would I call it that, orchestra, is
0: that better? They're going to play all kinds of music and you must fall down and worship the image of gold King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. Whoever does not fall down and worship will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. You will die. You will be executed. Now immediately, many Jewish people knowing that this was something wicked before Almighty God, had to begin to think through and decide, what are we going to do? It would be wrong to bow down before it. So are we going to bow down before it? Well, we have to live another day. We have families to take care of. We have work we need to do. What should we do? Well, the music began to play and they didn't have much time to think about it. And all the peoples and nations, the men of every language fell down and began to ardently worship the image of gold that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Well, at this time, there were some Chaldeans.
2: They were astrologers. They were wise men. They
0: watched in interest three Jewish men that they did not like because they were established by the king over them. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. When I was a little boy, I could always remember these because I loved the name Abednego. I didn't know what it meant. I just liked it. They were Jews who'd been set up at the request of Daniel to rule over the province of Babylon. Daniel was placed in charge of all of the province of Babylon, but he wanted three trusted friends to run the province. He stayed at court, which is 50-some miles away. Now, I'm sure, knowing who Daniel was, King Nebuchadnezzar did not want him at this event, and he was not there. Perhaps he was sent on a a trip to another nation as an ambassador. We don't know. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they said to Nebuchadnezzar, These three men pay no attention to you, O king. They neither serve your gods nor worship the image of gold you've set up. And this made Nebuchadnezzar furious. He was the king. They had to bow down and honor him.
2: But they didn't. So he was triggered, and he was livid. He brought
0: Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to come and stand before him. And Nebuchadnezzar said to them, probably in a fairly friendly way, because these were top administrators. Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the image of gold I've set up. Now, when you hear the sound of the of the music, if you're ready to fall down and worship the image I made, very good, but if you do not worship it, you will be thrown immediately into a blazing furnace. Then what God will be able to rescue you from my hand? Now, listen to their reply. This is Daniel, the third
2: chapter, verse 14. O king,
0: O Nebuchadnezzar, verse 16, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. Oh, they better if they want to live. Now, the reason I'm telling this story, we've all heard it since we were children, but the reason I'm telling this story
2: is that we live in modern Babylon.
0: And there are images set up in modern Babylon. And if you don't bow down and worship the Republicans or the Democrats, If you don't bow down and worship the government leader,
2: then there's a fire for you to be thrown into. Your life will be destroyed.
0: But they answer, if we're thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it, And he will rescue us from your hand, O king. But even if he does not, we want you to know, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold that you have set up. Hey, we're out of this. We serve a different God. We don't serve your money. We don't serve your your wickedness. Nebuchadnezzar's furious. His attitude toward them radically shifts. He orders the furnace heated seven times hotter than usual. And he commands some of his strongest soldiers in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them one by one into that blazing furnace. So these men, wearing their robes and trousers and turbans and other clothes, were bound and thrown into the blazing furnace. The king's command was so urgent that the furnace so hot that the flames of the fire killed the soldiers who took Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These three men, firmly tied, fell
2: into the blazing furnace. Now I want to tell you,
0: we've enjoyed freedom in America, freedom that has grown less and less over the last months and years. We're told you can worship as you please.
2: You can speak as you please. Don't worry about it. That's not true anymore, is it? We just got a strike on our on our YouTube page. And the strike was because of Well, I better not say it. But it was a sickness, supposedly.
0: Now, I want to go right to the heart of this. Nebuchadnezzar leapt to his feet, amazed, and he asked his advisors, weren't there three men that we tied up and threw into the fire? Oh, certainly, O king. Well, he said, look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed, and the fourth looks like a son of the gods. Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening of the blazing furnace and shouted, Can you imagine the roar of that fire? He shouts above it, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out! Come here! So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego walked out of that fire. And everybody crowded around them. They saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies nor their hair on their heads. It hadn't singed them. Their robes were not scorched and there was no smell of fire on them. And Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and rescued his servants. They trusted in him and defied the king's command and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their own god. Pretty amazing. Now let's get right to the heart of this message.
2: We live in America. But America has become the wicked Babylon. And God will punish
0: Babylon. He will destroy Babylon. Let's be plain. He will burn it. The day will come when America is not even found among the nations of the world. Judgment is coming upon America.
2: Now. What I want to get
0: at today is where you are in the whole flow of history. Where do you stand? Now, Babylon right now, America, will put you in prison. They'll do other things to bring hardship if you don't go along with their core. But for the most part, people have lived in Babylon for some time, and it's been a very luxurious life. America has caused inflation to flow to all of the nations of the world. We have been in charge of
2: the dollar. We've been in charge of the the petrodollar.
0: And so we have lived a life of luxury at the expense of other nations who cannot just print their money and then go buy what they want to buy, which has caused incredible inflation, and it's getting worse, and we're going to see a great deal more inflation before it tames right now in California on eight twenty four twenty three gas is running over $5 a gallon. It's probably going to over 10 And so we have lived in this nation in great luxury while the rest of the world has been impoverished because of our ability to print fake money. I look at all of this,
2: and I say, how is the Christian to
0: live in Babylon? Well, how did Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego live in Babylon? They had very prestigious jobs with high income. Daniel, likewise, had a very prestigious job because of the blessing of God. But how did they live?
2: They did not live
0: as the Babylonians lived. They didn't go to the Babylonian culture. This is vital. Have you gone to the new Babylonian culture? Have you been brought into that culture and lived like that culture where stuff has been everything to you? Is your goal to have a wonderful American lifestyle? Is your goal to be prosperous? And churches have sprung up all over America teaching prosperity. Some even being so bold as to say, it's God's will that I wear thousand dollar loafers.
2: Well, what's going to happen to to Christians in Babylon who live like the Babylonians, who live like the Americans, full of every evil thing, spending their leisure time Watching violent and wicked movies. I have had to be pulled
0: out of the Babylonian culture. It's not been easy. It started by the Lord saying to me,
2: Turn your TV off, stop watching the movies whether in your home or a theater. Stop reading the novels. Stop the entertainment of the world that you love. And take
0: that time and serve the kingdom of God. Now, work is also a place where you serve the kingdom of God. What do I mean? I mean, you don't lie. You don't cheat. You don't steal. You work with all the excellence that is possible for you to muster. You work
2: as one who owes not one who is owed. You cut out the world, the lust of the flesh.
0: A Christian man just said to me, you know, I was overwhelmed last night. I had to go to the pornography. Well, you know, if you went to the pornography, you also went to masturbation. That's what Americans do. Or
2: you fornicated with somebody. That's what Americans
0: do. It's an unholy and unclean place, morally, utterly
2: without recourse. So, how do we begin to come out of? And I recognize some of you I'm talking to. You're totally caught. In the culture of America.
0: And what I'm saying is not very popular. As demonstrated by. The number of YouTube. Watchers that we have right now. Two.
2: So the question comes, how are we going to live? How are we going to survive in Babylon?
0: Well, first, probably by recognizing it's an utterly wicked place. That there is sin and corruption and evil and violence on every side.
2: And we're not to participate in it. We're not to participate in the lust of the flesh or the pride of life. We're to cut it off. Some of you are going to say, Pastor, there are wonderful movies out there.
0: Were they. Were they created by godly and holy men and women? Or were they created by evil men and women? Well, I can tell you, Hollywood is one of the most evil places on the face of the earth. We're called to come out of Babylon and touch no unclean thing. And then Corinthians says, and God will receive you. He will not receive us if we are living like the Babylonians, if we're walking in the wickedness of the Babylonians.
2: Now in this story,
0: the king uh, promotes Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego I don't know how he promotes them any higher. They're already right there at the top, but they're given more authority, evidently.
2: Well, when I come back, when I fell, now, five months ago,
0: and I shattered my hip, so I can't use my right leg. I use it chair to shuffle around the house, but I don't go out. Now, I could use a walker and go out.
2: The Lord has told me, no, wait upon me, stay right there. So that's what I'm doing. But he has
0: made plain to me some of the ways in which I still have participated in Babylon culture.
2: I feel like I'm being
0: transitioned. I'm being utterly pulled out of this American Babylon
2: culture. And I'm grateful for that.
0: My heart is to not ever lie or cheat steal or do harm to any other person. My heart is to be like Jesus. So part of what's happened as I've waited on Jesus is he's making me more and more like Jesus.
2: Now I tell you why that's so important. Because the power of God can't flow in a man or a woman
0: who's walking in sin, who's walking like a Babylonian. And you're going to have to deal with that in your own life, in your own heart, and say, how am I walking like a Babylonian, or how am I walking like Jesus?
2: Now, part of what's going to happen to Babylon According to the material I read to you yesterday in Revelation 6, there is coming a famine. Verses 5
0: and 6, there is coming a famine to America. And that famine is going to be extremely severe in
2: America. And cannibalism will become common in America. With men and women dropping lower than the
0: animals, harvesting the elderly, harvesting the young, harvesting those who can't defend themselves. And people will eat them because there will be no other meat available
2: we're going to see intense
0: famine come upon this nation if the grocery stores are empty no food is being trucked in how will people get food well they won't and they'll begin to starve to death And when a man begins to starve to death, there's no telling what he will do. But it will be violent.
2: So there will be famine. And then it says
0: the rich are going to have all their food stashed away in bunkers. Yeah, it says, don't touch the oil or the wine. That's the elite. They're not going to die. It's the the poor. It's the middle class. It's you. Unless you are not a part of the Babylonian culture, but are a part of the culture of heaven. And then the Lord can create manna for you. He can create whatever he chooses. He fed thousands with a few loaves of bread and a few fish. I don't know what he'll do, but I know he will do something for his people.
2: Already the second
0: seal has been opened. And I believe the third seal has been opened and it's beginning to take place now as people run out of resources,
2: run out of their rent and are evicted, run out of of everything.
0: And at some point, Social Security will end And if your livelihood, your support comes from Social Security, what are you going to do? When Babylon can no
2: longer feed you, what will you do? I can tell you what I'm going to do.
0: I'm going to continue going to Jesus. And I'm going to wait upon him, hopefully not with a broken leg, Hopefully, assuredly, he's
2: going to heal me. But then if you look at the fourth seal, a pale horse,
0: death and Hades. They were given power over a fourth of the earth to kill by the sword, famine, and plague, and by the wild beasts of the earth. This is going to take place in America and all over the world. The world is going to collapse in its economy. And Soros and the rich and wicked,
2: they're going to live in their bunkers. It's going to be a time of great sorrow. It's going to be a time of great persecution. You either fall down and worship this system or they throw you in the fiery furnace. You either fall down and worship the Antichrist as he comes to power or you're in trouble. Oh, my brother, my sister. Then the sixth seal will be opened. That's when Jesus comes back for you and for me. That's when Jesus returns for his people. Now, I've told you this story today because it's going to be repeated. It's going to be repeated in America. As we see the
0: the government of America become utterly corrupt. It is already, but it's going to be much, much worse. I want to tell you how we must stand. There's nothing new under the sun. This is simply repeating what's already happened. O Nebuchadnezzar, chapter 3 of Daniel, verse 16, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. I'm not going to defend myself for refusing the mark. I'm not going to defend myself we're refusing to participate
2: in an evil system.
0: If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it and he will rescue us from your hand, O oh America.
2: But even if he does not, we
0: want you to know that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold. We will not serve money. We cannot be bought. And we will not bow down
2: to your God.
0: I serve the God of heaven. I serve Jesus Christ. I am not going to bow down to any other God, even if it costs me my life. Jesus can deliver me if he chooses. But if not, I am happy to be a martyr for the Lord Jesus Christ. I have given up my life. There is nothing in this culture that draws my heart. Does this culture draw your heart? then you need to seriously consider. What are you going to do when they come for you? For if you do not serve this culture and you do not serve the gold of this world, at some point they're going to come for you.
2: What are you going to do when they come for you.
0: Are you grounded in Jesus Christ? If they put a gun to your head and say, either denounce Jesus Christ or we're going to bury you,
2: I'm saying, bury me. Is that what you're saying? Are you prepared to die
0: for the gospel of Jesus Christ? Are you ready to lay your life down for Jesus Christ?
2: Or are you still caught? Are you still
0: worshiping the golden image with all of its stuff? What is it that you truly treasure in your heart? Now, I'm telling you, right now, there are very few people who will even listen to this message, but soon, as things begin to unfold, and men and women say, wait a minute, I think I heard a pastor talking about that. Many of you are going to come and say, Pastor, will you pray for us? And I'll say, yes. It's time for us to get our priorities right to agree that we will not lie, that we will not cheat, that we will not steal. These are the good old qualities of the American gospel as it used to be. We're not going to lust after money and sex. We're not going to go after entertainment. We are going to give ourselves totally to Jesus
2: Christ. Is that what you've done? Let's pray. Lord, I say it in as many different ways as I can,
0: but essentially it's always the same. Stop playing with the wickedness of the culture. Separate yourself unto Jesus. Give yourself utterly and completely into his hand Trust him. And when it comes down to it, are you going to defend yourself for being a follower of Jesus Christ? Or are you going to simply say, I am a Christian. I serve Jesus Christ, and I will not participate with you in this wickedness. Even if you throw me into the blazing furnace, I know my God can rescue me from your hand. But even if he does not rescue me, I want you to know, O King, that we will not serve your God nor worship your image, the image of gold. O Lord, I hear preachers everywhere, and they have bowed down, and they have kissed the feet, Of this 90-foot idol. They have taught us that we can all be prosperous. That it's about strategies for success. That God wants you to prosper. Liar, liar, liar. Your pants are on
2: fire. Lord. Come with power and rescue us
0: from this wicked age. Rescue us from our worship of politicians. Rescue us from our worship of entertainers.
2: Rescue us, O Jesus, from the lust of things and the lust of being loved and being agreeable. Oh, Lord,
0: rescue us from the American lifestyle that has so dramatically changed in these last years. Rescue us from the Internet. Rescue us from the radio. Rescue us, Jesus, from the wickedness on the television and the movie houses. Lord, rescue us from selfishness and bitterness and anger. Rescue us from sexual fornication. Rescue us, O Lord, from the lust of our hearts. Change us into your image, Jesus.
2: Turn us into humble servants
0: to walk without pride before you or before our brothers and sisters and cause us at work to work with such integrity, intelligence.
2: Don't let us be lazy. Cause us to serve you, humbly serve you,
0: knowing that you are with us, that you guide our steps, and that you will bless us, and you will rescue us, either now or in the hereafter. Lord, we praise you and worship you. We know a time is coming before you come in glory, when famine will sweep this
2: nation. Lord, cause us to be generous
0: and not selfish cause us to cry out to you for provision and then share it with others. Lord, let us be concerned about one another,
2: not about ourselves. Lord, I thank you. And Lord, I come
0: now to pray for the sick who are among us, asking that you would restore to the church the gifts of healing. Lord, I stand by faith that you will do this, and soon, that you will equip us to do the work of the gospel in these last days, that you will strip away the foolishness of our culture and equip us in heavenly culture with heavenly love, with mercy and kindness,
2: with hearts generous. Lord, thank you.
0: I say glory, glory, glory to your name.
2: Your kindness
0: is so overwhelming.
2: Lord, thank you.
0: I know, O oh Lord God, that you have a plan of deliverance for your people. I pray that we will Follow that plan, not in arrogance or in selfishness, but in humility, rescuing as many as can be rescued from the life of this American culture. Lord, some have already begun to turn away from it. But, Lord, they're still afraid, and their family doesn't agree.
2: Lord, please come.
0: We need you today. I need you, Jesus. I need you desperately, Jesus. And some who, like me, have been crying out, and they don't see that you're answering their prayer. Lord, give them the courage to continue crying out and waiting upon you, for you will come. You will answer their prayer. Thank you, Jesus.
2: I pray in your holy name. Amen. My name is Ray Greenley.
0: I'm coming to you from the National Prayer Chapel. You can write to me, National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia,
2: 22195.
0: I want to thank you, Gail, for the gift that you just sent. Makes all the difference. Dirk and others,
2: thank you. You've given online. That makes it very easy. But I also look for letters. Thank you for your letters. This is not a a for-profit. We're not here to make
0: money. We're here to simply do the work of the Lord in a simple way as directed by the Spirit of the living God. None of what you send comes to me.
2: It's used for the work of the gospel. I look forward to hearing from you. Go to our webpage, National Prayer Chapel Dot com. NationalPrayerChapel.com Do we have two minutes left? Um, is that the second time you've given me two minutes? Okay. I missed it somehow. You really have to make a decision. What are you going to do with Jesus?
0: Are you going to continue crying out and believing his word even when you don't see any evidence?
2: Are you going to give up?
0: I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to stop crying out to God. Please don't give up. Don't let discouragement enter your heart. Stand firm in the Word of God. Like these three men Shadrach, she, uh, Shadrach Meshach, and Abednego. <laughs> Stand firm, brother. Stand firm, sister. I'll talk to you soon. I love you.